Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for tuning into AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to make sure we give a nice thank you and shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week, wherever you download podcasts. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza, who provides us with pizza at all of our live events so that you can purchase it. If you want to try more than their award-winning pizza, check out Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks also to Pollyanna DIY. You may have been to our shows and checked out the merch stand and seen some of their custom-made pins that we have for sale. They can do that for you uh, as well as some other custom items, so check out Pollyanna DIY. Thanks, of course, to Smartmark Video, who's there to record all of our events so that if you can't make it or you want to watch it back, you can purchase it on DVD or download the MP4. And speaking of digital streaming, thanks to independentwrestling.tv, Sign up now using the code ABSOLUTE and get a free 20-day trial on independentwrestling.tv. Check out some former uh, past AIW shows, I should say, as well as uh, plenty of other promotions worth checking out there, too. They're former shows. They are former shows, yeah. I didn't know if that was a good wording. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Previous. 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 Former. Former. They're former shows. Whatever. They work. Some former stars of AIW current stars elsewhere you can check them all out at independentwrestling.tv once again use the code absolute for a 20-day free trial the first voice that you heard is uh none other than aiw owner john thorne he's here as always. shout out to fiji water for keeping me hydrated there you go we're also joined by alex worldwide keller shout out to Coors light keeping you very hydrated in that bathroom man eight pee breaks so far today uh, it's Dr. creatine, I'm telling you. Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham joining us. I got a uh, gallon of uh, Deer Park. No, everyone, Ice Mountain. Everyone's staying hydrated. Oh. Dom Garini, he's here. Uh, he may chime in, but uh, he's busy eating his uh, prepped meal. So Meal prep Dom. Brought to you by Rain Energy Total Body Fuel. I don't know. I got to stop being so sleepy for Thorn. Is, is that Rain? Is that no- what is that, knockoff monster? Uh, it's Monster's version of Bang. Okay. Worldwide, world, worldwide has a certain feeling about those bangs. Yeah, I'm a fan of the bangs. What's your feeling? Well, oh, I just fucking don't like uh, fucking like normal like humans, like non gym humans, like doing the bang because like I mean I have enough fucking problems like with uh, the amount of creatine fucking I'm taking it. Uh, just so you know, there has been proven there's actually no creatine in a bang. There's no creatine in a bang. Then what the fuck is in there? Just like taurine, guarana, yeah, all the shit. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much just a souped up energy drink with some lies on it. Oh, with, with some, some lies, lies on, on it. it. Some, All right. You feel better about some it Yeah, I feel much better. Yeah, everyone go fucking nuts. All right. <laughs> uh, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Already uh, failing at my job. That's why it's of sorts. We're off the rails. On this episode... No, we resolved something. That was very good. Well, all right. I'm happy for it. On this episode... Speaking we, of rails. We are going worldwide. to talk about Wrestle Rave, uh, <laughs> which took place at the Winchester uh, Music Hall and Tavern. And uh, what a show it was. I mean, it was a show. It was a show. A spectacle, if it you will. It was definitely a spectacle. Uh, I mean, where, where did the brainchild stem from this? What was the what was the beginning of... Because this was our first time that we've ever done a Thursday night show, right? Uh, I was like, man, we need a gimmick uh, for the show. And I was trying to think of a way to get like the Russell Rager feel under a roof. Yeah. On a Thursday night. And, uh, you know. You're not raging, you're raving. I was. uh, Scotty. I was offered. uh, Oh, I was off. I was 
informed that Session Moth Martina would be coming to America for a show that Friday. Right. So I, you know, sent out some feelers to see if she would come to America on Thursday, you know? And uh, so uh, then, you know, uh, that's kind of how things started rolling. But uh, initially, you know, the Winchester wanted us back really badly, but they only offered us Thursdays or Sundays for availability. That's all that they had for us. Uh, so we're pretty anti Sunday. Yeah. Very anti Sunday. You know, Sundays are just for relaxing. I'm very much with Thorne on the anti Sunday field. I have a fucking job on Monday. I, I can, I can't even, I can't even wake up on Saturday after a show. I can't imagine having to go to work, which sucks. Cause I actually had to I go to work. You after didn't this. have to do that though. Uh, but that was not the initial plan. That was my fuck up. I forgot to put in my vacation day request. Uh, in time but uh yeah i'm very anti-sunday i just think people are less inclined to do things on sundays um i think we ran a nice brunch time brawl people who recover from that but <laughs> i mean how many people really do you think are gonna come out like think about think about what time you get to fucking get going on sunday oh i mean if i'm brunching then we're talking like one or two it, it, but I'm saying, and then like, like from there, you like have like you know maybe like fucking three to like six hours of uh, getting down, and then you're like, fuck, I'm tired from this day drinking. I'm going home. And how exactly sleep. does brunch start at one o'clock for you? Fucking, it's breakfast or lunch. Bre- no, it's I thought it was like it was like a split between breakfast and lunch at a certain time. Like, well, yeah, but like, like it's also like, like a weekend 11. behavior where it's like, oh, I'm gonna have a late breakfast, but like maybe with some brunch, like yeah, you know, it's with its some lunch. Thing. Like, is, is brunch its own state of mind at this point? It yeah, is, like it is. I mean, I go by like fucking what the uh, brunch ends at uh, like X Y Z by like right? two, yeah, two or three. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not in. I, I don't subscribe to the Sunday fun day behavior. Not your cup of tea, huh? No, I like to relax. On I'm not on that life either, so I, I like to relax. Halftime huff, that's the move. Yeah, let me or or the buffet. Oh yeah, that's my brunch. I mean, if you can get a bloody mary at the fucking buffet, then it's game over. No. So, anyway, I, I think I think so. so like, oh, I didn't know. I think Thursday people are more inclined to go out. Yeah, I mean, uh, college like it's like thirsty weed. Thursday. I don't yeah, know any college exactly college I, kids coming out to this thing. I, well, yeah, we had some. I don't. I don't particularly know any college kids. Uh, but my thought is, is like, just bar culture is more inclined to go out on a Thursday night as opposed to a Sunday afternoon. Oh yeah, it's a fair assessment. Uh, so, and that's what you know we're going for. Lakewood is a, definitely a bar culture area. Uh, lots of uh, bars around, so. That's kind of what led to it. And then, you know, I work out the deal with Session Moth. And then I go, okay, we have Session Moth. We have a Thursday. What can we do? And Russell Rave just came into my head. And I went, I got a graphic. I got a graphic made. And I said, we'll figure it out later. It, uh, things got wild in a hurry, I think. Well, uh, you know, go, yeah, down. How about those glow sticks from Amazon? So I ordered glow sticks. <laughs> Making you sweat. I ordered. Well, they didn't come. Dom had to go to Party City. I ordered glow sticks a week in advance on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Two days, right? They never fucking come. Probably three and a half people like lost like six and a half limbs in like whatever fucking cages they I was have. Fucking so pissed, man. All I, I know so- is I got a text from Thorne probably at like maybe eleven. He's like sends me it's just a screenshot of the amazon shipping and it not shipped yet and he's like what do we he's like can you go to party city and get some of these so i cleared the local party city by my job out 
and I <laughs> think I got some real dirty looks. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they knew we were Raven. Yeah, I wanted the you know oh, yeah. I wanted you to grab s- that many. I wanted to set an atmosphere, you know, like Russell Rave, you know, throw some throw some uh, dance yeah. music on, give some, some people some glow sticks. It's gonna be dark in there. Derek throwing that playlist together. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to at least set a vibe. So there was Derek. So that was Derek's the, list, not yeah, tracks. Not tracks. No. no. My no. only complaint is I was really waiting for a Return of the Mac to hit, and that never happened. That's not quite so ravey. I know, but he was playing. A I mean, lot sometimes of stuff you got like yo know, hit like a downbeat. But he was just playing like '90s dance. Yeah, it was like a lot party of 90s music. Dance stuff. That's why I wanted Return of the Mac. I said, and I were waiting. Yeah, for I said it. let's let's I said let's 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 avoid the stereotypical techno annoying trance music and let's you know let's set a different kind of vibe i was happy that uh because i didn't think we were going to draw any legitimate ravers either sandstorm eventually made its way well that was the whole build-up to the whole night yeah i even you know we got some little strobe lights from amazon and a smoke machine yeah that was good that was good added that that was a little little rave uh let it rave theme we really did have a whole vibe going we're trying i was trying to create an atmosphere which was cool i think uh the spirit of the thing wrestling's turning more into a live experience than uh it really was i didn't have a ring i didn't have people were very live in this thing what the fuck were you wearing by the way you had on like leather capri pants on like leather pants yeah leather capri pants on he's not even a ring announcer he just commentated in a ridiculous outfit just beaver just your hair you had your hair fucking permed up looking like screech from saved by the book I didn't permit, dude. That's my hair. That's the thing. Well, you had it fucking. St- it you, gets curly. You hit, you hit the fucking blow dryer and got, got it standing no, up. I got out the shower. Steve, I just, don't call me Dustin Diamond. Just uh, <laughs> a towel and, and dust. shook it out and poof, it just poofs like it was, that. You put some mousse in there too. You had a look going. No, on. I didn't have nothing in there. You had a look going for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I had my uh, Dad of the Year T-shirt going. So we get, we get a vibe going. Um, my fubus. And uh, yeah, so that. That's kind of what what led to it is Thursday night booked session moth come up with a theme try to create like a fun atmosphere you know what I mean yeah just uh, I guess I I was happy kind of like so I had other obligations I knew I wasn't gonna be there in time I didn't know if I was gonna make it for the start and I did barely but uh, I was happy to just enjoy that one as opposed to ring announcing yeah it was uh it's been a long time since I've just experienced. A show commentating was uh was definitely a blast for this one, and you know hopefully you guys that are on the show can appreciate it. I hope I didn't do anybody a disservice there, but uh it was it was an experience. And uh, you know it's you know it's it's pretty packed in there, um, which is you know which is good. Um, yeah, how many people do you think we threw in there? Over two hundred, right? I would think so. Yeah, because yeah. I mean it was tight. Pre pre sale was close to that, and then worldwide take another pee break here. We had a we had a nice walk up, so it was it was it was jam packed in there. Uh, a little different setup this time. Um, when what was different? Uh, they moved where the entrance was. The entrance was set some chairs up, uh, so it wasn't all standing room. There was some seating. Uh, I think people liked liked the new setup a little bit better, so it wasn't just all standing and you know trying to look. Um, there was you know. If you got there early enough, you get you got a chair, and you know. Was that did that staging setup provide for more room for an audience? The switched. It was more actually like, kind of for the guys, like it was more comfortable for us. But then also, I know that Smart Mark had a, a say in how we kind of set that up, just for video purposes as well. Okay. Which uh, the yeah at the current time of recording, I have we haven't like the video VOD or DVD yeah. hasn't come out yet. It's not be able to see what it looks like on tape. But some of the uh, videos that Robles put out, 
with the, the roaming cam looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, uh, all in all, you know, I'm happy with it. Um, this is, and it's and it was more like, okay, let's throw a show. Uh, we can put some guys on that aren't going to make it onto the Jersey City card. And, you know, uh, we can put together an affordable affordable show for a weeknight for a test run and uh you know it, it turns out to be pretty pretty successful i this would was, say because this was exactly one week before jersey city right now coming off of the seven year itch did this get you in a much better mood heading into jersey city this did because i hated the seven year itch yeah, yeah. uh this was a much better just all-around vibe and you know, I don't even know necessarily if the matches were better, but it was just a better feel yeah. for for the night to where, you know, like it, like I said, it was an experience, it was an atmosphere, and that that really helped, you know, that really helped everything. Now, I think Session Moth has that personality that's just, like, contagious. Like, if you were there and in some sort of terrible mood around her, that's on you. Yeah, uh, you know, and she couldn't have been better to deal with yeah you know oh, yeah, she was great because uh, you never you never know how things are gonna go um what time did she open her first christmas sale like i got so i had to work <laughs> i had to work and um you know i so i get there at like 5 30 yeah okay and uh you know i i, I have to go home pick some stuff up Drop you know, drop it all off, whatever. I see everything set set up, and uh, <laughs> she's just like, you know, her like Pedro has you know set up for her to do a meet and greet and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going over that and like she's drinking a Christmas ale and I was like, that's like that's a pretty like that's a thick one. That's a bold statement at yeah. five thirty. <laughs> uh, she's like, oh, someone said this is the best beer in Cleveland, and uh, with you know her like thick Irish accent, yeah. and I was like, every time I've drank Christmas ale, I've cried and I've punched car windows. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this is that's the just the disclaimer I'm going to give you. I gotta I gotta give you one of those unfiltered ones that I have at my parents' house. I don't want it. No, I don't think that's necessary. Why, why Pe- people that? people give me Christmas ale for Christmas every year, and literally, I know that you guys come to my house. Those Christmas ales are in my fucking fridge. Yeah, those are like emergency beers for podcasting, basically. It's for you guys. I ain't fucking touching those, dude. <laughs> Didn't we have a, uh, an issue with you and Christmas sales? Uh, no, that was a baby oil beach vodka day. Yeah, yeah that, that was that was, that was gas station that, vodka. Maybe that will live in infamy. But I thought there were, I <laughs> thank thought you for bringing a, it back up. I, I mean, I wasn't I, trying to. Uh, I think I thought there was a Christmas ale. Day I think too. maybe he might have cracked a Christmas ale once no, he got to I my think, house. No, because yes. I had that fucking bottle of Gatorade. Fucking no, you you did. You had you opened Christmas yeah, you sales did. at his place. Yeah, oh, God. that's right. It was, and then me and weird body went to sheets. That was at the yeah. old apartment. Yeah. RIP studio apartment, yeah. But uh, so yeah, Russell Russell Rave gets gets going, and uh, you know she's drinking her Christmas ale, and I'm like, oh man, like this is not a gimmick, like this is a shoot. <laughs> she's <laughs> a pro though. Yeah, and, yeah. Like we uh, were already getting tweets about uh, she was gonna like drink us drink us dry, like earlier in the day. People were like, oh, she's gonna drink AIW under the table and drink them dry or whatever, and we're like, oh, we'll see. We are the we're the party. Yeah, we fucking you know we we. We let her have it later on in the night, but we're a party promotion. But uh, she got after after. Yeah, we're professionals. I had, into it. She did. She she is one of the. She made it all the way to the after after. I had to bow out. 
Who uh, you had work the next day. Because I did have to work the next day, yeah. which sucked. But uh, anyway, we get into the show. So our sorry, I had a uh, phone call there from one Wes Barkley, probably uh, checking where we are. But so we get into the show. Match one. We lead off uh, with TKD, Brian Carson, Trey Lamar, and a guy we talked about uh, on the last show and uh, talked about before, and we mentioned that he would be on this, Lee Moriarty. So we find we see him at the New Talent Initiative. Uh, he debuts in Akron, and we bring him back. Here he's at Russell Rave in this four-way. Yeah, this was, you know, like I said, this was kind of a, uh, a show where you could try some stuff out, use some of these guys, put some of the guys on that were, you know, weren't going to make it on the jersey card. So, uh, yeah, I thought, you know, I thought this was a good mix of guys. And uh, coming down the stairs now, here oh, is Wes Barkley. We're going to keep you on a separate side of the room from Dom Guarini. More on that later as we go down to this card. Hopefully, uh, tensions have have cooled here we've been all right so anyway so lee moriarty the inside scoop and uh he again he performs well this is i mean this is a good match this four-way kick things off with the wrestle rave i think one thing one thing that did the only bad thing about this show yeah uh before i forget is uh the fucking headsets are not there and then i think somebody goes and gets the headsets but nobody can fucking figure out the monitor uh, so I just go, well, fuck now, you know, we're not going to be able to fucking run this show tight, but I said, whatever it's Russell rave. It doesn't need to be run tight anyway. Exactly. So, uh, I just, you know, raves go till damn five, six in the morning. Yeah, right. It ran well though. You know, it was just it, it, like the seven year it show was a different way of running it to where this didn't need to be run so tight. Yeah. It was a bar. People were drinking. People were having a good this time. This was a party. Yeah. yeah. So a rave. I wasn't that crazy. I wasn't that crazy about trying to run it super tight. Uh, so gotta sec- say Winchester staff on the ball. They were very on the like, ball. They were, yeah. For oh, food and drink. I, I will say things picked up in a hurry, even with this first match. Like the first match set the tone because I remember sitting there on commentary. Duke and I are, are watching it. And next thing we know, Trey Lamar just disappears into the crowd, and we're like. What in the hell? And we're like, all right, this is what Wrestle Rave is going to be. And it really did set the tone for people. Just get the hell out of the way the rest of the night, it seemed like. Uh, the second match we go into, we have Ryder Reed and making an AIW debut as we talk about the new talent initiative again. It's Victor. About, we don't care about who won? What? Yeah, we don't need to talk, we we don't don't need to talk about do who that. wins. You know, every time I say that, Dominic Greeny, and you're here, I always get, whoa, Steve Guy, spoiler alert, people want to buy the DVD. You say that. Oh, you, you say that all the time. You say that all the time to me. Sorry. He's drinking that fucking new meal prep yeah. fucking drink, and now he's fucking forgetting. We're worried yeah. about you, man. Maybe you need to rein it in, pal. Ah. Wordplay. All right. So, Ryder Reed and uh, the debuting Victor Benjamin with Lady Frost. You want Dom? This is a. They were from the New Talent Initiative, right? Yeah. Uh, Savage gentleman, Victor Benjamin was someone that we liked the New Talent Initiative, but he didn't necessarily fit in the vision of kind of where that scramble was going. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of a more local area guy from the Pittsburgh area, so we thought that he fit well in this show. And 
It was a good matchup to get Ryder Reed. Uh, uh, realistically, his first singles match in AIW since he'd been mostly in scrambles and multi-man tags and whatnot. And Victor Benjamin, he's while he's new to us, like you said, he's from Pittsburgh area. He's been around for about, a about three-ish years, years he's now. Been around, yeah. been around about yeah. three-ish years, and uh, he realistically he went through a whole big gimmick change, and now he's like this time-traveling gentleman uh, with his lady friend, um, Lady Frost. So. Frosty it, lady friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a real good aesthetic. Uh, I think that they have a good look. So yeah. it was well worth, well worth them. You know, they came out to this. They came out to the New Talent Initiative. They also did the Kidman Seminar. And I think they had done another one of our seminars. So they had, they had you know, they had kind of put in some time. And, you know, they got seen. And, you know, they impressed Thorne enough. And they impressed the judging panel enough to say, hey, let's give them a shot on this. They even uh, traveled down to the school a couple times. They didn't impress me because I didn't see them. Oh, you, um, didn't, you didn't see this one? Oh, yeah, that's wrong. No, he didn't see them at the tryout. Oh, yeah. Car troubles, <laughs> monitor car troubles. issues. Yeah, yeah so. that. Uh, no, this, but this, this was a good one. This was an interesting match because it's clearly two guys who haven't haven't worked, uh, haven't had a match ever before. So brand new matchup, and that's an interesting dynamic. You get a little bit of a feeling out process, but uh, they settle into their own. And to your point, Dom, good test because Ryder Reed is yet to have a singles, you know, a singles match one on one, and so we get to see see what he can do there. Yep, and and Ryder Reed's the guy that kind of didn't know who he wanted to be when he first started in AIW. He kind of was more or less a Marty Scroll ripoff, and uh, he's kind of finally, you know, found himself as like the skater kid, the kickflip kid, the kickflip kid. So I don't want to bury Horowitz myself, but apparently he claims that some conversation with me. Made the whole gimmick change click. It was you. It was you and Thorne at Warp Tour. Warped Tour. No memory of this, and I was barely drinking that day. So Are you sure? I'm because positive. I think I was the only ones that was sober at Warp Tour. No, that I was day. fucking miserable and like very sober at that <laughs> show by the end. And like he kept, he put over the. I'm happy to help you, buddy. But I, I remember by the one. end. By the end, the, just that little tidbit you threw. <laughs> You're sober by the end. No, no, he was he was miserable by the end. I think yeah, I was what, miserable. What that meant? I miserable, sober, fucking. I remember somewhat of this conversation with him. You were definitely hurt, because we wrestled at Warp Tour, and I beat you with a bonsai drop of all things. Well, yeah, <laughs> fucking, that's out. like, yeah, I was overcoming, like, some weird thing in my yeah. fucking ribs. And also, I fucking worked, like, I was an Iron Man in that shit. I think I worked fucking more matches than no, anybody else. Ryder Reed, no, Ryder Reed worked more matches right, than okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Flynn was all mad because yeah. he couldn't have the most. But either way, I worked way more than uh, the fucking two fucking matches. Well, the one match in the Battle Royal I wanted to goddamn work. I'll tell you that fucking much. <laughs> You motherfuckers. But anyway, either way, apparently we had this conversation, and yeah, I'm very happy for him since he, uh, you know, shift in his uh, persona. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, it worked well, and, uh, you know, if I don't want to go out of your way to watch two guys, you know, working working their way with some, some fun gimmicks there. So our next match we go into is uh, Party Parker Pierce and Rex Brody making his return to the Winchester uh, after a fabulous uh, time the last show out at the Winchester. <laughs> oh, he fucking had another incident. He had a great... He, <laughs> he really likes the Winchester. He, he had another incident, because I don't know how... I'll just get into it. I, I don't I don't even know how, how much... You know, there's really not a lot to talk about at the after party, but I'll just say that uh, the Winchester staff, uh, after the show, were drinking in the Winchester bar area, 
And they come up to him and they go, so Rex Brody had been going to the store next door all night and just buying his own like six packs. Like of Truly and stuff, not even necessarily beer all the time. No, he's buying like fucking, like uh, fucking White Claws, I think. Yeah. And uh, just walking in with his fucking plastic fucking grocery bag and setting it down on the table and just cracking them open. And they're like, dude, you cannot fucking come into a bar with your own alcohol. That's just basic grown ass adult, like 101. You don't bring your own fucking beer to a goddamn bar. With a liquor. They were like, dude, we've been watching you fucking go to the grocery store all night. Like, enough is enough. At least pocket one in a fucking coat or like anything. <laughs> he Buy was the same fucking- he was walking around with like a solo cup, I'm pretty sure, too, before the show started. <laughs> he had a grocery bag. Grow up, people. That's all I fucking want. It was a nice night out. There's no way he's walking rules. in with a winter jacket, that's for sure. Uh, yes. He's also doing shots still at the bar, I guess, to any sort of benefit of your or positive thing that I can speak about him drinking there. So he is downing the White Claws, but he's also doing shots afterwards at the bar. What I love about this match, though, is Party Parker Pierce... Uh, just getting up on that top turnbuckle and saying what's up to the wall. <laughs> That's a good moment. <laughs> Parker, he's 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 fucking uh, number one guy. Got to get back into the school, Parker. Well, speak- worldwide, your Boost Mobile keeps fucking hitting the fucking sound waves, pal. Oh, I'm sorry. Speaking speaking of number one, uh, Doctor Dan. Yeah. Party Parker Pierce. Yeah, he's a Doctor Dan guy now. I, I, we were t- uh, t- not to be seen yet. I gave him a pamphlet. I helped him uh, keep his eye on the ball with a win. And uh, oh yeah, what a win! Hey, hey, hey! A win's a win worldwide. I mean, after what we just I'm heard, sell around with this can and then hit me in the back of the head. After what, what we just heard about, Rex punch Brody. a motherfucker in the face as hard as you can. Hey, we're, we're mixing the beer again. You're mixing UXWA up with fucking yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I know I am, but I'm still fucking heated. Show, Sidebar, he fucking. Cr- he crushed you with that beer can. It Long was show. fucking nuts. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, at AIW, it's, it's uh, and it's a very rare case for like me to be like the person to be like, just slow down, let it sink in. Like, but like that's where I was like, fuck you. But anyway, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was uh, it was, we'll uh, we'll see if he. What uh, are you gonna try to do? Call him down from partying? Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, how many? Do. You know how many wins Twan and him had? How many? I, you tell me. You're supposed to be the statistician. No, Not many. No, that's Matt Wadsworth's Not many. job. I just ring the bell so, and say the name. So you're telling me that Party Parker Pierce is no more, and he'll now be professional Parker Pierce? Professional Parker Pierce. Okay. Punctual Parker Pierce, if you will. Well, I mean, he ain't Hopefully. punctual to practice. Yeah, him or, him or Robot have, that's a, what I'm him to turn him and Robot have a similar uh, practice attendance record. Uh, I think we inspire something than the boy, young man. Oh, Hopefully he can. Pickle Parker, son of a bitch. Now this, Steve, led us into our next match, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Our next match. Yes. I, I, I let yep, Dr. Dan's there. Parker Pierce know that there's hope for him. He can turn out, you know, that yeah. he puts in enough hard work and, you know, all, all the, you know, Dr. Dan stuff. If right. You, you know, keep your eye on the ball and, you know, key success, DCR, you can be just like Ethan Page. Who comes out? We have Dr. Dan, we have Ethan Page taking on PME. The boys from Erotic City. I feel like Erotic City fits right into Russell Rave, right? They then come out. Everyone's dancing, dancing along. Gyrating like they do. Crowd loving it. Raving. They got the neon glow sticks happening. Or necklaces, whatever they are. We didn't get the glow sticks. But uh, what? how about this one, Dr. Dan? Yeah, how about good? this one, Dr. Dan? Feeling uh, good after that? I mean. You and Eth, Eth Page finally got to wear that gear that you got him one time. One time? Hey, 
To look like a team, you got to look like a team. So I was. To look like a team, <laughs> to look like a team yeah. you got to look like a team. That makes no sense. That, no, that's like, to look like, that's a team, like you primary DCR like, mindset right there, baby. Like I fucking accept that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. See, that's finally. Like, rule number 18,000. You got to fucking repeat that shit. That's some Yale psychology shit right there if I ever uh, studied anything. Every good tag team has to have gear. It doesn't have to match, per, like, to, like, we're a team. So finally, we got gear that matched in it. I was very happy. Finally, we got to wear it. See, are you a team, or are you just supposed to be guidance? Uh, both. Mm. Okay. Where's your teammate now? I He's, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're just fucking guider. Not looking like a team to me right now. Well, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can go on vacations and sabbaticals from AIW, but when he comes back, he, he knows where to come. Now you got the upgrade, Party Parker. That, that's one way to describe it. Will Party Parker still weigh in based on cases of PBR. Absolutely not. No? No. No, we're what? talking five-gallon drums of uh, pickles. No, we're talking how many st- uh, how many reams of pamphlets. Pickles! Reams of pamphlets? Well, I don't know about that. Ethan Page, Dr. Dan, uh, PME. This is good for PME, leading into uh, Jersey City. Get him in there with a rough and rugged veteran like Dr. D. Yeah. Crowd loves these guys, though. Crowd loves PME. They, I mean, hot for them again at WrestleRave. It doesn't stop. Put those guys in any venue, and the crowd loves PME right now. I like good Papa, times, good vibes. I like Papa Pepperoni. You like Papa? He's your favorite member of PME. Yeah, he's a good guy. <laughs> MVP Papa Pepperoni. Philly C Marino T Pepperoni. Paying customer Papa Pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did not leave. He was drinking that night, but he was not going to the store and coming back. He was no. That's only fucking Rex Brody. He go grocery shops his own bar. fucking beers and brings them to the bar. Shaking so, my head. Our, our next. You know it's bad when Worldwide shaking his head. We had fucking rules. Quite a few dates. There's there's rules about the things that you've been putting in your body too, pal. Yeah. Those are rules uh, that like all over the place. But yeah, don't fucking like piss where you fucking eat. God damn it, fucking. We got a bar. We got a good relationship with the Winchester. You're gonna fucking pull that shit. I'm fucking getting hot right here, right now. Speaking of piss, I think it's about that time, isn't it? You're like I don't know. Fucking about time. to be Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, What's these Coors Lights, these guys? What's going on? I don't, don't I don't drink beer, brother. They're just they're here for you. Yeah. Tell you what, fucking corn syrup. Out clear this is probably the most hydrated. You've What's ever this been. next match? All right. So as we have, we have plenty of debuts on this evening to have uh, to add to the fun, we go Alley Cat, which uh, again she's. The ace. She's the ace. The ace is back. The ace of the women's division. The ace returns to take on the AIW debuting Kylie Ray. And this is one that uh, you've kind of wanted to AIW. She's tried to, we've tried to make it work a few times. It just didn't work out, right, Thor? Yeah, and I don't know what's going to happen with her in AEW since she signed, but uh, I was happy to get her in at least one time. Uh, I've been trying to book her for like the last probably year. Uh, and finally, you know, probably because it was a Thursday, we found a date that worked. Smiley Kylie comes out to the uh, happiness of everyone. And Were you I, happy? Uh, yeah, I smiled. Smiley Kylie? I don't know. It was, here's what I thought about this match. There's some, some bullshit happening in this. Being now some a bull cat. shark. Now being a cat owner, Alley Cat gets on her back and lures Kylie in that she wants a belly rub. Anytime my cat has ever, or any other cat, is trying to lure you in with a belly rub, that's scratch just so you, they dude. scratch yeah. you. Yeah. It's kitty guard. But she was like, oh, no, I like this. Like, no, no, this is some bullshit. This is not what real cats do. Uh, maybe. Real cats lure you in. They, they fucking go after you. They can scramble thought, from their back, fucking kitty half guard. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be, you know what I mean? I thought she was 
she was trying to trick her, but none of that happened. So I mean, You're I diving too far into the psychology of cats, man. I guess, yeah, that's what happens. Coming They're unpredictable animals. Coming from a cat guy, yeah. They're unpredictable animals. They are. That's fair. That's fair. They're like worldwide of animals. He's a cat guy now. Yeah, yeah he is. Been a cat guy. Fucking my cat since uh, certain somebody left the apartment. Cat's so much now. fucking happier. It's insanity. The cat and Weird Body both free to roam now. Tell yeah. you what. What? <laughs> Just what? Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought there was. Are we coming up on our match? Me. I'm trying to pace out my piss break oh, here. Oh, this oh sorry about that. Fucking I like the, I like this match though. They they worked hard. They they've wrestled each other before, and you know, for all they know, this could be the last time they wrestle each other for quite some time. So they they did a lot of they did it all. They went they went for it. But if the schedule permits, Kylie Ray's definitely one you'd you'd be happy to bring back. Absolutely. I just don't know. Did she return right. to like a Pokeball or something? Like, what's her deal? Like on the top or? She's, uh, I mean, like she's really into Pokemon. Like that's the entrance theme, the Pokemon oh, yeah. theme. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, her whole thing is she's just happy to be here. She's oh, so man, excited I want to see her do the finish Pikachu. to the first Pokemon right? movie. She has Pikachu gear, like Pikachu Charmander gear. gear. She's got all kinds of cool gear. Or Pikachu my on, ass off. Pikachu on this night. Sidebar: Have you seen the new, uh, the new re like ret- retcon? I don't know what the what? fuck you guys are talking what about. What are you talking about? Like the right retcon now? Pokemon first movie? Let's no wait. I won't allow that. No, no. Oh, Why right. don't you guys get anyway, that yeah, get out of here? Fucking Next. Patreon exclusive. Doctor Dan, bullshit. it looks what like you? your hairpiece is falling off, man. <laughs> I'm just balding, man. I'm just I'm just open about that. I'm losing. It's all a test, brother. You gotta fucking ease up. You heard it here first, folks. Doctor Dan officially. Uh, Where's a hairpiece? Where's a hairpiece? <laughs> <laughs> it is bald. Bring your fans for Doctor Dan. Blow on him as he uh, comes on in. Oh boy. All right. So. Oh, uh, we took a nice little intermission break, and then we roll back into this West is Park. fun. <laughs> that was good. That was good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he came to get words out. <laughs> Fucking Doctor Dan hairpiece, dude. So 2019's boner powder, Pete. Doctor Dan wears a hairpiece. Get it going. Let me see your signs. Like I said, those we fans. Did, we did get some boner powder, Pete signs last time, which I think was like a year ago. Was it like a bone or a I think, powder? I think it was like come a gauntlet. Probably was. So around the gauntlet time. So look, fans, whenever this comes out, make sure you bring your Dr. Day. It won't come in time for gauntlet. It's already passed. But it's like the rap show. There'll be uh, some rap signs. Show. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, so our next match we go into... Uh, from from two guys again going back to new talent initiative and somebody we talked about on the last show that uh, Thorne you said is starting to impress and and these guys definitely went out and tried to steal this show on this night in Zach Thomas and Michael Austin Wardlow and coming out of intermission these two just realistically they beat the hell out of each other. Shout out to Zach Thomas on finally taking Thorne's advice and in, in mine and switching his entrance music. You picked the entrance music, though. Well, you you were very much full on thought process that you liked it, too. I had a couple cocktails in me. Well, I mean, we talked about it, too. Uh, Zach was using, I think it was like a Papa Roach song, and it was actually like the theme for Raw. So just in, in my moment, I looked at Thorne, I said, <laughs> That's such like a Zach anymore. Thomas thing to do, the Papa Roach. <laughs> so, so I look at Thorne, I said, what do you think about Zach coming out to War Machine? And, you know, a couple cocktails in Thorne, and he was all about it. War Machine plays. Uh, it's better than Papa Roach. Fucking oh. potato named his kid after. <laughs> oh no! Um, but he, I tell Zach, hey, your entry music changed, and he got a little worried. I'm like, just, just roll with it, man. And the fans were fan. The fans liked it. They did. Matt so, Justice, an even bigger fan in the, in the back, was 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 fired up. I believe that. Yeah, he didn't need to be fired up for his match. But <laughs> I asked Zach, what do you think of uh, the music change? He goes, I wish I would have had it at Seven Year Itch, because uh, 
I was wondering what Billy Kidman was thinking when I went through the curtain and the Raw theme was playing. <laughs> Why did he fucking use that? What it says the man at war at the beginning of the song. Oh my god. Well, These fucking kids, man. This this match, everyone though. thinks something means something. Did you watch this match? Did you get to see these two dudes? Uh, I saw bits and pieces of it. This this is one that uh, I got I got pulled into a conversation with Alley Cat and Kylie Ray. Okay, so this whole show, I mean, I'll, I'll go on record as saying it's worth picking up DVD, uh, download, stream, whatever. But this is one of those matches to go out of the way if you're like on a time crunch and like ah, I want to watch some of this show, but I can't watch it all right now. Go to I don't this know. It sounds like Michael Austin Wardlow might be AEW bound now. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> According to recent uh, developments, JR's podcast. Yeah. So, but these two hit each other hard. This is, I think, uh, this is a coming out match for Zach Thomas. You know, as we talked about last time, you have a match with Eddie Kingston. You got to prove that then you can have that caliber match with a not Eddie Kingston. And that's exactly what this was for him. I mean, apparently I'm the only one who watched it, but no, it was I'm good. telling you, that's what it was. Did you see it, Dr. Yes, Dan? Yes, very good. You want to throw a pamphlet at his way now, don't you? Who, Wardlow or Zach? Either one of them. Either one. I don't think they'd take it. Top I prospects. I feel like they're the kind of guys who would make you chew up your own pamphlet or you know don't assume steve all right that's fair yeah we're we gonna no are you, I are you I'm above a, making the, i might or might not have seen uh, dr dan taking on one uh zach thomas the other day and dr dan he was playing uh 12 dimensional chess zach thomas was playing fucking checkers with bricks and then it rained in the venue. You've been saying, story. I mean, not so much on this, but you've been saying bricks all night. Yeah. Like, what is that? Are you laying the groundwork? A lot of brick talk. For some bricks. A lot of brick talk out of you today. Yeah. Mr. Brickster? <laughs> oh, shit. Tom, <laughs> totally entranced with his phone. Just perks up. Brickster? I don't think he's here. I was thinking about bricks. I don't know. We'll, I kicked we'll, one the we'll, other day. We'll get into Mr. Brickster wrestling the weekend. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, that's... uh. Quite the handful. These two just, like I said, beat the hell out of each other. And the next match we roll into, worldwide, you'll be excited. You were in on this one. Thank God you took your piss break. Oh yeah. So we uh, we go with the production, Derek Director, Eddie Only, Danhausen taking on the Weird World and Session Moth Martina. And this was a spectacle of spectacles. It was. Uh, there was so much going on, and I was flabbergasted and uh, pleasantly surprised and amazed at. Uh, was, How well all went down. Was this, in fact, a doozy? Oh, a humdinger as well. A humdinger. Have you redeemed yourself with the Winchester? Absolutely, with the exact same goddamn team. So even though I was getting stressed because I was like, we were calling for all this, like, you know, stuff with, like, beer and this and that. No and handcuffs. Like, dancing. I don't, yeah. I don't, well, the just dancing. Fuck it, I get down on the fucking dancing, this and that. But, like, we were just, like, needed beers in places. And I'm like, fucking those handcuffs last time. God damn it. And uh, I was just having flashbacks, but yeah. Uh, thankfully enough, uh, everyone loves the fuck out of Martina. And uh, yes, sir. Was it everything else uh, went through? Thorne uh, was real high on the match, which uh, frightened me. But I thought it was great. It was a spectacle. It's everything it needed to be. Thorne and Nick Sanka sitting at commentary. That was Thorne's gorilla for this match, behind the Duke and I, giving the uh, giving the cues to Duke on what to say. Yeah, commentary. I was concerned that you were taking drugs. That I was. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm saying. See, I finally come. Out, I get to have like a good time and just enjoy and experience. That's the show. when I fucking saw the screech hair as and the opposed, fucking capri leathers. To, I was like, "Let's do this, man! It's a rave." I was You're like, in "Let's a place. rave." I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't. I don't do drugs. <laughs> I thought uh, you. But I thought someone slipped some Molly in your water. I was. I was ready to rock and roll, dude. I was ready to have a great time. <laughs> I was ready to rave, brother. 
and I, I was high on life. I, just I think want, I know I about was, everyone else in this room, but life. I don't know about y'all. I don't think I've ever done any Molly that was real, but that's a whole other story. I Steve, would, I, <laughs> dude, I'll show you pictures of my old man. Dick Senka says he thinks I picked that hair out. Uh, my that's old what man I said. Had a big red afro. That's what I said up, before so. you got here. I'm pretty sure you hit it with a blow dryer. Nah, bro. Just, just the old. Put some pro- some product in there. Towel, and I think maybe I threw some hair spray. Or so I was mes- I was mesmerized by getting my first full on look at you, and then this yeah. match going on. So this was all of it was a spectacle for you. Yeah, it was a lot. It was, it was a lot, lot to take in. in. <laughs> Uh, Traxler messes up a uh, fucking music cue. I don't know what he plays, like fucking like grinding <laughs> sounds or something. <laughs> he was so <laughs> flustered because it was like, hey, instead of this traditional entrance, like during a promo, I'm going to say this and then play it. And then Derek's like, hey, during our match, these are the three beats I need you to hit. And he just goes, there are so many things I have to remember. It's like, <laughs> it's a, just write them down, dude. Just write, it'll be fine. Have someone stand there and help you. You got a run sheet. Right, I mean, he could have just you know renamed the things he needed to hit at a certain time, like sound Q one, sound Q two, sound Q three on on the media player or whatever. But that's not for the pea brains of us to there was, uh, figure out. You know, Traxler is a very intelligent genius. We can't fucking operate on his levels of uh, you know just like fucking like tier one operator of the fucking soundboard. <laughs> That's not us. The beefs and boops during matches are, are top notch. Worldwide, where does this rank on your uh, your team ups that you've had? Um, because you've had some. You've had quite a few. I mean, it's no thorn. You know, that that might be that might be number one. The thorn. <laughs> trying up. to get more bookings this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big old wink there. You guys couldn't see it, but uh, there's another one. There's oh, there it goes. Real big. You gotta take. You, you gotta pass. Wink. You gotta pass the wellness policy now. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that shit's out of your fucking system in three days, brother. <laughs> but how much he's pissing? <laughs> three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, fucking! I'm finally treated to athlete. Goddammit! I got to fucking you know. I hear you. Kidneys are fucking making moves. I don't know about tune, but definitely. Let's hear. Wired. Let's hear about this match. Let's go. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we just uh, so like your team ups. Yeah. So I mean, you've teamed up with Kiku. You've teamed up with. Thorn, obviously PME. Uh, who am I missing here? You have Session Moth. Uh, Kikitaro. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we uh, Well, I think like the story lately in the last couple of shows with like some of our oddball like pairings and such have been like really just us like you know sort of getting do overs on matches like you know that like maybe people like weren't as like stoked on the first time around because we've always had weird. Uh, I mean, obviously, we hate Dr. Dan's no good stinking guts like forever and a day, you fucking dictatorial, diabolical piece of shit, motherfucker. I gave you but, bad strep. But, you know, and, oh, uh, yeah, bubonic fucking uh, botulistic strep throat, you know, I don't fucking forget that shit. But um, either way, and, like, recently, you know, we were able to actually have, like, a really phenomenal, in my opinion, match with uh, Dr. Dan, which, like... Was not always the case. And uh, then the same thing happened here with this uh, lineup of the production, and we were just pleased as punch with it. I thought it was, like, adequate, and also, like I said, being able to just drink beer from the apron and just, you know, on the side of the ring the entire match and, like, have that not be, like, an unprofessional weird thing. Good times. <laughs> Thorne, where's this rank on your list of uh, weird world matches? Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, it's up there. You know, it's... <laughs> You were real high on it, like you were back, and you were I was just like, "I like." I mean, it served its its purpose. The people were reacting; they were yeah. going crazy. I mean, I'll put like, like I said, we presented that on the session moth. We but. were building an atmosphere at this place. Yeah, and we absolutely did. Sandstorm played. It ain't gonna get no five stars, but you know, 
the not people that stars. were there, man, five stars in their hearts. How many, I'll, I'll how take many five doozies? quarter stars at this point. You know, so. how many doozies is this worth? Uh, like I said, doozy and a humdinger. Doozy and a humdinger. Yeah. All right. All right. That's quite a scale. So there's that. Uh, so then from this one, we roll into Dominic Greeny and Wes Barkley, and uh, I mean they're both here now. And boy, this this got <laughs> ugly. Dom, was this everything so that you could get? Like you could resend a message to Joshua Bishop. I mean, I think that was pretty evident from me. I mean, pushing you literally the ring at the start. You sent that <laughs> message through Wes Barkley. You could read the message on his chest after that match. Yeah, I mean, it was also a little bit of like, "Hey, Wes, why don't you get your ass to practice?" You so know? it was a little bit of just a message to Wes. Oh yeah, I mean, right down from the ring intros when Pedro announced me as uh, from Parts Unknown, or as Joshua Bishop and Wes Barkley like to call it, the AIW Wrestling Academy. <sighs> That struck. That. that struck a nerve. That yeah. struck a nerve. I was iced off for it. Message. Yeah. yeah. Message received in this match. Oh, it's received Barkley? for sure. For sure. Yeah. Message received. Did your dad and the crowd receive that message? <laughs> he was too? wild. He was Bob Barkley was going nuts. Bob Bar- Bob, Bar- 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 was boy Murphy was going nuts. What yeah. The price was. I don't know. Bitch. Goddamn. <laughs> Look, I just, I just fucking. This was oh, after the match ends. The match. Okay. The match is over. And Dom's walking. After the match is over. Uh, during during said match, I took one of Wes Barkley's little bandanas off, might have put it down my pants, shoved it in his face, and then uh, I had it as I was walking to the back, and I might have thrown it at Bob Barkley. Did you know? You knew exactly who oh, you were throwing I, exactly. At? I knew exactly who it was. Murphy and then, was uh, fired up. And then after that, I kind of stood up on the guardrail, and maybe I threatened him to hit me, and he came, and he came after me. But <laughs> I going left. Nuts. I left, nuts. and then. The the yeah. Barkley the Barkley Nation and some of the weird AIW regulars got into it I guess. Yeah. Well, AIW regulars did not know it was Bob Barkley. That was the problem. It was probably Murphy. It was probably one they of were, them. They were unaware. They're crazy. What was going on? They were fired up. I don't know because you know how the you, match. You really well, you'll had, see it on DVD how the I match mean, ends. You really I have had no, no idea. Going on, are but we I'm really? Gonna, are we really? I mean. We're, we got this, but are we going to forget Josh Bishop yep. trying to stab me with a pair of scissors? I didn't see any of that. When did this happen? He's got that, this, curl, this, he's got that curly blonde hair and those yeah, big old muscles. Just, you know, it's just sick. muscle memory. He thinks he's Sid, I guess, but. It's yeah, like a genetic I mean, like memory in any cur- big I mean, curly headed blonde fuck. Me and Josh, you know, setting the stage for what would happen a week later. He's bringing know, a squeegee city, next time. So. You watch your ass. Sheesh. Now, if. If Papa Bishop was in the crowd, would you have gotten in his face the way you did Bob yeah, Barkley? I got in, I got in Papa Bishop's face in Akron the one time. That's a large man. That's fine. That's dangerous. Murphy's pretty big. Murphy's big too. <laughs> you know who was Murph, feeling really Bob, big? The whole squad. You know who was feeling really big? Uh, kicking you? old uh, fucking Murph out of that place. <laughs> who, who, the potato. Murph the fucking potato. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like a bunch of like yeah, fucking like scared shitless AIW students, sort of like shuffling Bob Bizarkly out of the fucking place, or Murph, whoever the, the fuck. I don't know. There was another guy. One with of them. Too. It was pandemonium, folks. And then like in the fucking tail there. end of this like people kicking people out fucking line is the potato like get the fuck out of here right now get like fucking full umpire mode but like fucking like with rage and murder and it's like Murph, you're gone Mur- murphy caught a little bit about uh, what aj gary catches in uh jersey in a couple oh, <laughs> the potato, week later yeah. we'll get, jesus we'll get that on the jersey city episode <laughs> that's yeah, a preview that was a preview yeah potato was feeling it he was fired up i like the umpire reference that was good he's out of here <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He's fired up. He's fired up. I saw him come back through. That's when I was finally coming back to life. He went right back to selling hoodies right after. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was something else. So 
that match uh, ends to complete chaos, obviously. And then we, we roll into the main event of the evening. Matthew Justice uh, take it on G-Raver. Did you say chaos? Yeah. I think it stayed <laughs> for this match. Well, yes. The chaos remained. I'm saying that match, your match ended in chaos. Oh. The chaos, yes. Said, then you're yeah. right. The chaos did remain. Uh, so G-Raver, John Thorne, excited to bring him in for that? Yeah, he's a guy that I heard wanted to do EIW for a while, and uh, he's been building his name up quite a bit, so figured, fuck it, why not? You know, like, he might not be able to bring him in all the time, but that's the benefit of doing these additional shows to where you can work in these non-roster guys for, you know, special attraction things, and I thought this would be a good attraction. Yeah, what was going through your mind then when there was fire inside the small Winchester? Uh, oh, they did not tell me that. And Ethan Page was filming me when that happened, and I was like, uh, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, <laughs> I said, "I guess this is the last show ever at the Winchester." Well, yeah. To Matt's credit, yeah, he uh, he credit, he's a man on the inside. He, he asked. He, he asked t- the he, venue. He talked to the venue about it. They didn't tell me about it. Right. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? I, like, might, I might have known about this, but I didn't want you to maybe put the kibosh on it. I definitely would have. I would have said, absolutely not. You can't have a fucking fire <laughs> indoors. I would get there and I see there's a fire extinguisher under the ring. I look at Matt and he just like gives me that look. I'm like, not even asking. Just, all right, carry on. I mean, oh continuing to bring the intensity to the I mean, there was fire, there was tattoo needles, there was thumbtacks, there was barbed wire. These guys are wrestling, and there are thumbtacks in their heads. Matthew Justice had them in his chest, which yeah, was he disgusting. Yeah, he had them in his chest. They're sticking there. G-River has them on the top of his head. The only thing missing was a trident. Just have a man in the heart with a trident. <laughs> oh, my God. Freaking Matthew Justice, yes. speaking of chess, I sealed my fate that night. How so? Uh, his uh, current night, huh? his current squeeze. Uh, you know, she like walked by and she's kind of like chopped me in the set in the chest, mm-hmm. and I was like, "God damn, her fucking chops sexually transmitted or something." And because uh, it was stiff, and uh, yeah, so then she proceeded like for the rest of the fucking night until four in the morning, just constantly chopping shit out of my chest. Yeah, oh, she's man. violent, man. I don't. Know. She's I, she's a wild one. I had to stay away from her. She hit me a couple times. I said, "I don't like this. Get away." I don't know if she hit me or not, but I mean, I get along with her, all right. One up and <laughs> I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a one upping. I'm just saying it's not a one upping when you don't get hit. It's a one, one downing. One upping. One downing. At it again. Oh god, you guys all go fuck yourselves. Can't wait to perm my hair again. <laughs> Dude, that's a bad ridiculous. Look. This the admission. It's long, it's long hair, bro. Yeah, hey, never let me know that because now, like, who knows? I what didn't the actually fuck... permit. It's just you curly, know what? The, you have no idea, like, what my plans are for the next Wrestle Rager outfit. Now, well, that's if I have long hair. Like, yeah, that. you better not get a haircut between now and then, or else you're fucking fucked. Oh. <laughs> People like well, the worldwide outfits that he provides me. I don't know. Listen, I gotta. I'm getting, I'm getting older, man. I gotta keep this hair until you know. I don't want the piece like Doctor Dan. You know what I'm saying? Doctor Dan has a hair piece. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm going bald. I'm not letting it go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that fucking thing. <laughs> totally attached. See that double sided tape over there. <laughs> I would use adhesive glue if I was to use a hair piece. You thought about this? No. <laughs> Dude, hey, once it gets bad enough, hair versus hair match, I'm just taking it off and I'm going. We gotta have I'm going hair bald. for it to go away. 
who's going to want to have a hair versus hair match? Fuck off, Steve. You know what I mean? Like, the whole thing is it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, look at me. What are you talking about? Like, I'm funny. Just looking at me. can be some of the most emotional be, and fucking important. I know my aesthetic. It's gonna be funnier with you fit. having it than it to be shaped off. You know. I think more people should just own the fucking scarlet. Like, let that shit grow out. Let yourself fucking be bald. You know. Says you with the beautiful flowing hair. I do everything in my power to bleach this shit yeah. off my skull and out of my life, it's and amazing. it fucking won't go anywhere. All right? I didn't ask for this. It's fucking yeah, cursed. Yeah, you're cursed. The amount of chemicals that have been on your head and how all on that and around about <laughs> fucking like is Rogaine, my brushes at home like is Rogaine a part of the treatment? Like you put peroxide and Rogaine together and throw it in there. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's coke. Okay. All right. I so don't know. <laughs> so that's Wrestle Rave. Well, it was indeed. Disco drugs ran wild. PB Smooth does come out, sets us up, leads into Jersey City. Uh, then we well, have he, the do, he does he does redeem himself from the tombstone last month. Did you enjoy? He was pretty intense in the, uh, in the promo ago. there when he comes out. His tax match. His, his promo was very good. I yeah. was like, okay, he's back on track here. Yeah, it was it was good. I told him then after afterwards, I was like, dude, that's uh, that's the kind of shit that you know, like with Thorne, I give you a hard time. That's what we're trying to get out of you. Um. It just takes a lot to get it out of him, but yeah, he did. He cuts a very good promo. I forgot about that. And and then we roll into the after party. We have some fun with Martina. She continues to drink, and uh, doesn't really want to stop. Dance my ass off on top of a fucking chair for way too long to sell like one or two more shirts. But by God, I sold one or two more shirts. <laughs> we do some after after party at Worldwide's. Not freshly me. cleaned. My favorite thing. We're doing that. We get to Worldwide's. We all go over there. And uh, after closing down the Winchester, and we're in there for like two, three minutes. People are just bullshitting, getting settled in. And Martina just says, uh, do you have alcohol? And Worldwide's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got some. Like somewhere we were all taken off guard. We're like, yeah, this girl's going to stop at some point. Nope. Immediately. Ever, ever. She's yeah. like, where, where's the alcohol? And She got after, after it. Good times. Fucking, I forget. I had something to do the next day, but I made it on time, so that's fine. That's good. I bowed out at like 3.30. I was like, good night, guys. Yeah, I think I was like 5 or 6, and then... That was it. That That's too much, man. <laughs> Where's this going, guys? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there were any. <laughs> we didn't have nothing for you. I fucking got to piss again. Fucking, this shit is gimmicks. What did you fucking do to these goddamn well, folks? Like, I'm telling you right now. Because the world has got to pee again. That's, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, rip it here. That was Wrestle Rave. It was uh, as chaotic as this episode was. As Chubby Checker said, let's Wrestle Rave again like we did last summer. Or wait, spring? Chubby late Checker? winter? I don't think Chubby Checker ever sang about I Russell think the Wesley Willis said that. R.I.P. to All a right. real one. All right. Well, for for Wes Barkley worldwide, a bartender Nick Sanko was chiming in from afar. Uh, Dominic Garini, Doctor Dan, AIW owner John Thorne, and Doctor Dan's hairpiece. My name is Steve Guy. Uh, we'll talk to you next week right here on AIW's. The card is going to. Change. I just not have a name. <laughs> it's a fucking. Can't believe you wear a rug, dude. <laughs> <laughs>